To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Welcome. Well, come in. Let's put on the show. Your cadaverous pallor. Aloha. Betrays an aura of foreboding. Hang on to them hats and glasses. And now, ladies and gentlemen, remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Christmas, for on this bright and joyful night, we're glad to have you with us. So gather round the lovely tree where all the lights are shining. You'll see how happy we will be while all the bells are chiming. It's Christmas! Still! <laughs> Christmas time is upon us. Fire up those roast beasts. Grab your coats. <laughs> Why is it cold outside? <laughs> I'm glad you two amuse each other so much. All right, what are we talking about today? We're going to finish up our holiday coverage in the parks by talking about the food options that you have at the Disneyland Resort. Food options, huh? Sure. You know, Disneyland Resort has uh, every year and more increasingly these days crafted themed treats for the season so uh for halloween we got a bunch of treats and you get all these books and maps that tell you where all the treats are and all the influencers want to take photos which they didn't do um they didn't make like a holiday food guide like they did for halloween time and i really wish they had well we also have over at disney california adventure park the festival of holidays as well as the special menu over at the what are they calling it? It's not the Mediterranean Grill anymore. It's the Garden Grill. I think oh, Paradise Garden, Garden, Garden Grill. Oh, Paradise yeah. Garden Grill, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they have a special menu there for the holidays as well. And we're here to talk about it. So I realize we never introduced ourselves. This is Robert. This is David. This is Susie. And this is Anthea. <laughs> Hi, everybody. So let's start with Festival of the Holidays over at Disney California Adventure. Uh, much like the Food and Wine Festival, these are temporary booths that are set up. You could grab yourself a sort of passport. Are they calling it a passport? Mm-hmm. And you could try all different foods that celebrate Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and all the things. So uh, let's start. Real quick, we'll run down some quick facts about the Festival of Holidays. Uh, it's uh, called a tasting passport. It's Festival of Holidays. No, the... <laughs> Way to go, I think Robert. at Epcot, it's called Festival of the Holidays. Interesting. And so that was going to be my question: Is they do they do this they at do. Epcot? They do. Oh. Yeah, Epcot. <laughs> and uh, this year, it's running through January eighth of twenty nineteen. That's all I wanted to cover. Uh, there are twelve <laughs> booths uh, that line pretty much like the main thoroughfare that goes through California Adventure. And they cut out the Hollywood backlot. I was going to say they, they used to, but yeah, they added booths there. that go back now toward the Vietnam. It feels like there's. Oh no! no. It's uh, it's in the uh, uh, Redwood Trail by uh, Grizzly River Run. There's that a booth one. there that's no longer. But I think that was there before. Yeah, I think so. You know what I'm thinking, though? Mm-hmm. Um, the Food and Wine Festival is significantly larger and does go into that back area. I don't mm. think Festival of the Holidays has gone into the Hollywood area. I don't think oh. so either. I yeah. think it's just stayed I in see. that main okay. area by um, the lagoon mm. um, and the pier and everything. But I don't think it's gone that far back but i think because they're within a few months of each other um Mm. even closer at epcot like is there even a gap time between there is maybe like two weeks weeks? yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) do they even take the booths away like probably not they just redress them we're closed right now uh but yeah there's 12 different booths at the festival of the holidays Um, almost like the 12 days of christmas (gasps) so should we just start one through 12 at the at the first booth what do they offer Brews and bites. Admittedly, we did not partake in this booth. <laughs> we did. We had the queso fundido. Yes, oh. How was that? It was delicious. Yeah. Delicioso. Well, what, what do they offer at that booth? Brews and bites. I mean, is there a list? <laughs> Can you list? Oh, literally the queso fundido and then like beer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't laugh off mic. 
<laughs> People need to know you're laughing. <laughs> Stop that It's just laugh. a fade of laughing. It's like... <laughs> so yeah, we had the uh, queso. I did want it, but I don't think we had a reason or time to go. But yeah, it sounds good. It so did it have good. a long line all the time. It yeah. did. Have, it actually moved really fast. That's because people want their beer. And I will say... <laughs> I will say that... Um, we should go back. There's a chocolate cookie milk stout. Mm. I know. I was eyeballing the um, the flights that they chocolate had. Chocolate cookie milk stout or chocolate milk cookies? Chocolate, no, chocolate cookie, cookie milk, milk stout. stout. I know Legends Brewery makes it. sounds weird. Mm. Cookies galore. Um, what else did you guys have? Um, From that booth? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's all it? we had was okay. the queso fondue. Though. So yeah. no brews. No brews. But I will say that the queso was very spicy, actually. Or not very spicy, but it was spicier than Disneyland usually is. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have to agree. I think this is a running theme we're not there. I don't mean to jump ahead, but there is something that I really liked. But boy, was it spicy. And I enjoy <laughs> spice. Like, David and I were like, um. <laughs> oh, I'm interested to find out what it was. Can I go ahead and need a glass of milk with this, please? <laughs> okay. Oh. To find out I'm what intrigued. hurt the park's tongues, stay tuned. <laughs> um, um, okay. But yeah, I felt that for the, it's also was a really good value for um, I think it was like six. Something. I don't know. We ended up doing the taste, the sip and we savor. T- pass. We should talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which is forty nine dollars for is, annual pass holders. Yeah, and really, you should spend it. The lowest that anything should be that you spend it on is six fifty. Six fifty. Yep. Yeah, that's what we did the math on. So um, they raised the price. It's like ten dollars more. I feel like than it was last year. Mm. Um, or I think it was forty five. At uh, food and wine well, this year. A few, yeah. Yeah. few more dollars. So for $49, you could get a lanyard that has tabs on it. So you're prepaying for everything. Yeah. Uh, how many tabs come with it? Eight tabs. Eight. Eight tabs. So you could uh, pull off a tab and get whatever you want yeah. with it. Yeah. And it seemed to make the most sense. It sounds like everyone here did this, that... Uh, Whatever you used it on uh, would be six fifty or more. So there are things at the booths that are not necessarily at that price point of or above. So those things you may just want to pay out of pocket, like a, a small cookie or and this is the other thing to note: it's not um, you're not able to use it on uh, alcoholic beverages. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately. Um, I will say, <laughs> I don't know. Well, I guess it was based on the menu. I felt that I got the most use out of the sip and saver for food and wine. And this one, um, there were more things I was looking forward to eating um, at food and wine. And here, like we knocked out a bunch of stuff that we wanted to eat and we still had like two tabs at the end that we could use on anything. And that kind of like pushed us to eat some things that we normally would have just been like, okay, but I'm not going to spend the money on that. Like the queso. But we like the queso. And honestly, that pumpkin um, soup, soup, which was good, which was so delicious. But I just, um, I was like, well, it was on my radar, but it wasn't a priority. Do you buy two passes or do you share? We share. Um, it's the only way I think we could get through tasting a lot of it. So we like we kind of be we're strategic. We have like a light breakfast. <laughs> we got there early, and then from there we just sh- buy one of everything and share it. Um, so we're good for a little bit, and then we'll go back and have a little in, bit more. I think we had In and Out, and then did it. <laughs> yeah, we did have In and Out, but then it was our dinner was yeah. eating yeah. all of those exactly. things. Exactly. So. Yeah. 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 All right, so what's the next booth called? Next booth is called Favorite Things. Now, what, what, what do they have on their menu? They have the holiday ham shanks with brown sugar pineapple glaze. <sighs> uh-huh. And they have the Reuben potato tots with Russian dressing and rye toast. We had both of those. We did not have either of those. We didn't have either of those, but I did have um, from the beverages, they had an eggnog cocktail as well as a cranberry Ooh. sangria, which I tried both of them. Mm. Um and both of them were super delicious. And we really lucked out because we got there. When, well, it was the first night that we went and we didn't know they closed <laughs> at nine. Um, and we got there. We were the last people online. And so uh, they actually, um, I'm not going to say, they encouraged us to drink as much as we had in our hand and then refilled it. Nice. It was because lovely. it was near the because end. Because we were the last ones That's really in great. line. Yeah, and they do were like, we don't want to throw this if away. If you plan on getting there before the end of Festival of Holidays, know that the booths close an hour before park closing, which is usually 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, park closes at 10, 
booths close at nine. So plan ahead. Yes. And accordingly. Yes, yes, yes. Um, the holiday ham shank with brown sugar pineapple glaze was delish. I mean, really, both of them were pretty good. Yeah. We did not have any of the beverages. Does, shank, does shank mean it comes with bone? It does. It did come Small with a bone. bone. Yeah. Um, but it was really good. Mm-hmm. I think there was a cherry on top, too. Wasn't there pineapple on it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, and then were there the cloves name? in it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think there were cloves. If it was, if there were, it was um, part of the glaze. I, we can't apparently. look at the picture. Um, it was light enough that it did not overpower or like take away. Yeah. It was really good. And I also really liked the Reuben potato tots. I was very confused because, as we've talked about before, at Walt Disney World. They don't call them tater tots. They call them potato barrels, which we mm. assume because tater tots is the brand. Now oh. here, they call them potato tots, yeah. which I know is still not the brand. But shouldn't Disney be consistent? Uh, you would think so, but I don't. they have different uh, head chefs. So the head yeah, chef probably like makes a, that call. So sangria, I have a hard time with. I would like to try it, but I just sometimes when I drink red wine, I get headaches. And so I'm always a little nervous. Um, if it's a red wine based, which typically stop whining is. about the wine, <laughs> you are on one tonight. <laughs> Robert Weininger over here. <laughs> but anyway, I'd be interested in having them. Um, I think it is hard for us to kind of like. I feel like we always go for the food first, and then we're like, well, if something yeah. grabs us, um, we'll we'll do the alcohol. Mm-hmm. But the next booth is Holiday Duets. Now, I will impression of Robert. (laughs) I will say real quick about the booths, which I thought was interesting. They tell you on the top what the food items are celebrating. Like it'll say Christmas, Mm -hmm. Hanukkah and Kwanzaa. If there isn't something that is meant for Hanukkah, the sign wouldn't be up there. I'm sorry. Christmas and Navidad are the exact same thing. Well, I guess from their point of view, it's cultural, right? Okay. Yeah. But just, yes, I mean, that I guess I'm like in is, my house and it in is. Los Angeles. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> but, okay, I was like, what? Do, I mean, we did not talk about Diwali. Who's going to tackle that one? It's Diwali. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, if you want, we can, or we can just sort I mean, of address the it. The chorizo was Navidad. Obvi. And the ham shanks fall under Christmas. Christmas. And the Reuben potato tots with Russian dressing and rye toast. That's Hanukkah. Jeez. <laughs> Alrighty. So we've covered so, some and now we're at holiday duets. Yes, we're at holiday duets. So the food offerings are um, a Navidad curry cauliflower soup and braised lamb and mint churi uh, option. Shrimp and grits with andouille sausage which is a Kwanzaa dish and holiday Mickey and Minnie cookies which is a Christmas dish. Uh, I remember seeing the cookies, but I don't remember we the other the two cookies. items. I we didn't get we didn't we stop didn't at that those, booth. No. no, but I was eyeballing the curry cauliflower soup. Oh no, I do remember because I was wondering if they made it in a hurry because then oh they could have gosh. had curry in a hurry. It's like four years of the same joke. <laughs> uh, uh. We had the shrimp and grits I with the sausage, and it was good. And shrimp. David does not like. Shrimp. Shrimp or seafood. I just, things. and it's not that I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I think you we've don't. had this conversation. You I don't, don't get like it. it. I don't get the hype. So it, you don't like it. About any seafood? I don't like eat it and gag. You know what I mean? It's not, but I don't have a don't distaste like for it. it. I don't like it. Yes. You don't ever go it's out of your, your way your to preference. order it. Yes. Yeah. If somebody's like, oh, come over and we're having the best lobster or something or like uh, uh, crab legs and all this stuff, I'll eat it. That's fine. That does not excite me at all. So lobster mm. excites me. I don't get it. It's fine, I guess. I wish we had gotten the curry cauliflower soup, but that's hard for... This is one of those times where it's hard because we share yeah. things. Um, again, David is not usually a fan of things curried. I'm not so, a curry man. Oh, me either. I don't like Yeah, it. so it's like something you and I have to apparently go and do because... Uh, <laughs> Anybody have any tabs left yeah. over? You guys can go and we enjoy. went out of our way to finish them. Yeah. We also did get the uh, Mickey and Minnie cookies. They're just sugar cookies. Um, really cute um, decorative frosting um those were wes's favorite i would dare to say that <laughs> i'll speak for him were they freshly made were they warm um well they weren't they seemed fresh do but you prefer a sugar cookie like hot out of the oven or do you prefer it to be cold and harder warm 
No, yeah, hot out of the oven. I like it hot out of the oven too, but with chocolate chip cookies, I prefer that to be no, colder. No, you're wrong. Oh, warm chocolate chip cookies are the best. Well, well I mean, ju- not. I don't mean like cold. I mean just sitting out, like not. He prefers a crispier cookie too. Yes, mm. I do. On wrong. purpose? Yeah. I don't know why my voice sounds like a this. homemade crispier <laughs> cookie. Crispy on the outside, but chewy on the inside. So I'm looking at the legend. Mm-hmm. Um, going on here, and they denote if something is gluten free, mm-hmm. vegetarian, vegan, oh, the- milk friendly, and kid friendly. And so the Minnie and Mickey holiday <laughs> cookies have a little kid next to them yes. that's super smiley. I think that's so cute. Oh, I like that they have it on the beverages. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. so cute. So we did get the warm peppermint chocolate float, um, which was good, but it just, it sounds good in theory because mm-hmm. it's just this mix of it's like hot chocolate with ice cream with ice cream in it, in it. Yeah. and then it's just like i don't know i remember i really feel like it was it. like misrepresented <laughs> like i feel like it should just be hot chocolate i don't know <laughs> it was good it was good it was yeah. what it was and i'm not an ipa man which is what the beer that they have at that booth so uh, spruce tip well, i'm not a beer man the next booth is the Making Spirits Bright, which is um, beverages. So it's all mimosa flights. Yes. Mimosas. Um, oh, is this where you saw? That is. So we got the mimosa flight. And um, and so Same. there was a couple. They were all good. What were the flavors? Um, there was a pomegranate mimosa, a pear mimosa, and a white cranberry mimosa. My favorite was the pomegranate. The pomegranate was so good. Mm-hmm. I thought the white cranberry was, was super delicious. Yeah. Um, the pear one was okay. Um, so we grabbed our mimosas, walked to the side where I made Robert hold it, and then, you know, took some pictures. And there was also a couple that went to the same area that we were in. And um, I start taking, you know, I'm tasting these mimosas as one does, and Robert is taking a sip, and we're talking about it. And I turn around and the young lady behind us threw her head back and just (laughs) down that mimosa. And I was like, I understand that it's a tiny cup, but I don't think this is a shooting situation. Like you don't just, it's not. So I thought that was really funny. And I'm not going to guess at their age, but they did look older, younger oh, than us. Interesting. So um, I don't know what mimosa culture <laughs> is now. It's not. No. They probably just, they were like mimosa brunch. Woo. Now, I, I, I noticed the uh, flavoring, basically, uh, the non-alcoholic aspect of it was in the cup. And then they poured the wine in. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Is that how you would prepare it if you were making it? That Well, no. I, I, go, I, I know they do that for speed of everything, but how would you make your mimosa usually? Uh, my, most, my mimosa is usually the champagne or sparkling wine first, filled very heavily, and then topped. Just a little. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> how, that's how I would imagine that's how it should be made, but I guess for speed and saving money on wine maybe yeah yeah and champagne can't just sit right yeah i would make a mimosa like if i had orange juice and champagne i would pour the champagne and pour the thing what was the flavoring was it a syrup i don't know what um there there was an actual cranberry in the cranberry one yeah the pomegranate one had to have been in ours oh ours had a little floating cranberry in it i don't think ours was um the pomegranate (laughs) was a syrup um, or it could have been a juice, actually. When I'm mixing a cocktail, usually I'll put the alcohol first and then top yeah, it with the soda because it sort of mixes it itself right then. Right. Maybe that's what they're going about. But yeah, with mimosas specifically, like if I'm thinking I'm just going to make mimosas on a Sunday, then it's champagne like and do. orange juice. Yeah. I mean, they just had like a factory situation. Yeah. They had all of them <laughs> stacked right. and then they just pour, pour, pour and go. Do you go shoe sock? Sock, sock, now, I, know, I noticed uh, one of them seemed to have lots more bubbles than the others. Did you notice that? Um, yeah. Whatever yeah. the juice was. The pomegranate the, one fizzed up a lot more, so they'd have mm. to wait a little bit. It, it was like watching Dr. Jekyll make his potion. Oh, maybe it was the sugar. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, they also had various wines there, um, a peanut noir. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, especially at a booth like this, if we didn't get it, 
I mean, no one cares. Yeah. Well, even that, like sparkling wine, great, but it's Chandon. So it's right. like, again, you kind of want either. You want Martinelli's. No. That's right. No, and I will take it back. I was going to say local, but most of these are local. Well, some of these are local. Um, but yeah, you just want to try stuff that you don't, you can't buy it or you wouldn't buy it like Costco or the grocery store yeah. on a normal basis. Shall we move on to visions of sugar plums? Yes. Sweet dreams and milk brought to you by Horizon. I thought that was so funny how, um, how much branding this sponsorship had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This booth in particular, right? <laughs> well, like, I feel like this was the very much the Horizon one. booth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Horizon? What's Horizon? It's, it's a brand. Organic milk. Mm-hmm. And it is really you good. You recognize it. it. You saw it. So Red carton. It's yeah. the one I try to get us to buy, but you're like, I'm not going to spend $5 on milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll never know. Well, I, don't know. Uh, I should shop that one. So just grab stuff. Except I did stop myself from grabbing a block of cheese the other day because it was seventeen dollars. Seventeen dollars. I stopped I might myself buy- from. She'll be like, "How much was that?" I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> so this is the corporate sponsored booth. Mm-hmm. With warm, sticky toffee pudding with butterscotch sauce, white chocolate cranberry blondie, an eggnog wreath eclair with white chocolate icing, uh, all of those brought to you by Christmas, and an orchata fudge, which was sponsored by Navidad. (laughs) (laughs) Sponsored by Navidad. They also have the warm bourbon cider, s'mores frozen chocolate milk, and Horizon organic low-fat milk. So we got the orchata fudge, and um, I had the warm bourbon cider. Technically, I had it from a cart in the... Um, the Redwood Trown Strip? Yes. The Redwood... They, they wood, sell bourbon in there? Yeah. At That's the amazing. cart that I got, the, I got Wes's hot chocolate and oh. uh, the cookie decorating Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. During Christmas time, it's bourbon. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, um, so, yeah. Yeah, we had the eclair. Oh. It looked really good. It was really good. It was it, it was so good. You know, I usually don't like eggnog very much. I was going to say, this is the second eggnog thing you guys had. The eclair was very good. It was nice and cold, which oh. uh, made it nice. And uh, Was there a cream filling in there? It was yes. eggnog. Oh, it was I like see. a pastry okay. cream inside. Mm. And then it was topped with the green uh, white chocolate mm-hmm. situation, yeah. um, which gave it a very interesting texture because it's a puff pastry eclair. Yeah. Um, so it did make it a little bit, uh, I don't know, I wouldn't say doughier. Heavier. Um, but Robert thought it was like just a donut kind it of situation. It looks like a donut, yeah. But it's just a round eclair or um, a peri breast mm-hmm. is a... Yeah is a type of French pastry that is modeled after, I think that it's like, it has something to do with the Tour de France. So then um, the it's round like a wheel and then they'll split it and fill it with cream. But mm-hmm. eclairs in a round situation are not like mm-hmm. a, a new novelty thing. Um, I was going to say with egg dog, I usually don't love egg dog. And sometimes, and even this one a little bit, egg dog kind of tastes like a refrigerator. <laughs> like you know when you have like water that tastes like refrigerator mm-hmm. like it kind of tastes like that to me sometimes so i'm not familiar with the process of making eggnog mm-hmm. and i really want to um but i almost feel like it's a borderline fermentation thing i think so too. and then they yeah. add brandy and stuff to it mm-hmm. um i need to find out i well i went to make buttermilk waffles the other day and it's basically you add vinegar to milk and yeah. it's basically fermenting the milk so it's like oh okay i get it yeah, yeah. so i wonder if eggnog's the same if it's like a buttermilk process because it has eggs in it mm-hmm. um it has the nog has some nog oh my gosh definitely can't forget it and yeah i don't know i'm a big eggnog fan i love eggnog yeah. um so this one i it really um i think it's perfect for sharing it might be a little bit much if you try because the thing is huge no, really? <laughs> it's not um, a, it's not like a little like sipper. no it's a <laughs> good size <laughs> that's good um i was actually very impressed at how much there was in there um but yeah i we super recommend it well, uh, i mean the orchata, orchata the orchata fudge is good uh, i think i don't know where i saw this and i don't know if i don't think it was at the booth but for some reason i think the square of orchata you fudge you get the i think it's the girl huge. had said something she's like oh it'll last you a long time and 
I guess it's huge, like relatively. It is huge. But like, it's very much you could eat it in one <laughs> sitting. Like, I don't know. No, like, you can't. I don't know how fudge is supposed to be consumed. Not well, so in one it's sitting. It's probably three by three inches. And for some That's reason. It's a very large piece of fudge. So for some reason, I think it's 24 servings. I don't know where I'm getting this number, but somehow in my mind, I got that it was 24 How servings. How could you possibly cut that in 24 pieces? So, well, <laughs> so most, pie- most pieces of fudge. Um, like if you were to get one serving of fudge, how big would it be? So like I had someone send me fudge because, okay, so fudge is generally condensed milk, mm-hmm. which is just sugar and milk that is boiled down um, and then melted chocolate. Right. And mm-hmm. then they'll put various things in it. But I mean, that's really, at least from my understanding, I've made fudge once. Uh-huh. Um, it was delightful, but I was very aware of how much dairy and how much sugar was in it. Uh-huh. Um, and it's just. In extremely rich like no matter what um and so when we did cut them they're generally like a like bite size like a probably. bite size situation and so you have i don't think that that three by three was probably like a 24 serving thing but uh-huh. it was probably like a six serving mm. um i i think we didn't get the s'mores frozen chocolate milk thing because we were just sort of i at least was thinking that it probably be a little bit like the um the float yeah that we got at the other booth and i was just like Meh. and i mean we did get wes a milk but that was because it was convenient <laughs> <laughs> so yeah the next booth is the merry mashups uh with the turkey and stuffing tamale with cranberry relish which is for navidad uh locks and everything bagel nachos which are for hanukkah and the hot cocoa Marshmallow macaron, which is for Christmas. Also, the sparkling wine punch and the holiday punch with lime, sherbet, and Sprite. So, the sparkling wine punch is... There's just a non-alcoholic and and alcoholic version, it seems. And I regret not getting this because... Did you get it? You don't like it? Here's why I didn't get it. My aunt has been making this drink at the holidays since I was born i same here we had it all the time um well we actually, did we talk had a pineapple about, one uh, we talked about getting the sparkling version because typically it is non-alcoholic at the uh family affair but um but we never ended up let's going just back. make it here next time yeah let's totally do it okay we had the two food offerings we had the tamale we just had the tamale okay david freaked out when he saw the locks and everything bagel nachos and he can speak for himself it's but probably my favorite yeah though. i was gonna say was, i was interested in it well but he loves locks and bagels so i like it i, I wouldn't say i love locks he does. but i like it i told you that we should have gotten it if you wanted it but then you never really wanted to commit yeah and i, I mean, there, there's other stuff i'd rather have yeah. so and i don't like Locks and bagels all that much, but I did enjoy it. It was very good. I think it's probably my number one favorite thing at the festival of holidays. Were the locks smoky? Mm, yeah. yeah. So it tasted Not like Spaceship a, Earth. Locks fan <laughs> at all. Um, turkey and stuffing tamale. Um, I feel like it was okay. I kind of feel like maybe ours was a little bit dry. Um, I felt that ours is really good. Uh, yeah. Robert did note the lack of stuffing. Yes. Where was the stuffing? I think it was on top. Built. I don't remember. Do you have a photo? Well, if it was like the stuffing in the, the back of the cheese one, it's more of a topping. Mm-hmm. No, it's on the. No, yeah, it is on top. I, gu- I guarantee you that's what it is. Oh, is that what that is? I thought that that was because that looks like like a mirepoix yeah, situation <laughs> um, that you would put into a gravy. I didn't realize mm. that that would have been a stuffing. I mean, I'm not saying it's a good representation yeah, of yeah. stuffing, yeah. but it's no snow top. Yeah, I remember really I liking do. it and I don't like cranberry sauce, but I liked it. In- but I will say the turkey, uh, the tamale, uh, the, the flavoring could have been a little bit better. Like, I don't know when I have, when I think about turkey, I want it to taste like, thanksgiving dinner or, mm-hmm. or that type of turkey like, juicy dark meat yeah it doesn't have to be dark meat but basically the way the skin tastes you know sure yeah did you yeah. think it was dry uh i didn't remember thinking it was dry now did you think it wasn't there no i didn't find ours to be dry I but i could see bit. that happening yeah i remember you not being really a fan of much at the booth <laughs> oh i will say though um actually 
I'm gonna agree. It was a little bit dry. It ne- when I was taking bites, I needed to have the gravy yeah. and whatnot with mm. it. Yeah. Which sometimes I think that that's one thing with mass producing tamales in general, because the masa is already so dry. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the corn husks, um, it's you know. Yeah. I always think about the mass production of tamales because I know of it as a 24-hour like process. But then I'm like, people are churning them out at restaurants all the time. Yeah. Are they doing that? Like, oh, probably. I mean, some restaurants I th- feel like they do. Like, there's the Nicaraguan restaurant on La Brea that we get from Mauricio sometimes. And they do it. Like, it takes them 24 hours to do it. Right. But then, like, yeah, if you're going to, like, Disneyland to get a tamale, they're probably not doing... Uh, I, I was... don't know sometimes what their thought or approach to some of these, like traditional foods that aren't i guess american if you will Mm -hmm. not american that's not the right you know you guys get it like it's culturally different than what is so is a tamale usually cooked in the husk well yeah the so the chicken won't will be cooked separately whatever the filling is is cooked separately um but then the masa is it's just you know like a corn cornmeal it's not cornmeal because it's corn flour with like mm. um, with lard usually and whatnot, um, and so that is a dough. Uh-huh. I'm gonna say yeah, that's, what that's I would call it. formed around it, and then they roll it in the husk, and then they put it in a basket in a pot and they steam it. I love me a tamale, but this one was a little dry for me. I will say though, I did enjoy the flavors. I know Robert has a different expectancy of the turkey taste than I do. I don't like when things taste overly. I don't, I don't even know how to explain what I'm trying to say. Sometimes I don't want to taste meat. Sure. Shall we move on to the next booth? Let's. Lettuce. Booth number seven is Winter Wonders uh, with the pumpkin soup with maple cashew cream, Ooh. which is Christmas. The Chana Masala with grilled garlic naan, which is for Diwali. And the vanilla and cranberry trifle, which is also for Christmas. Beverages are the pomegranate lemonade. All right, let me jump in here. (laughs) Please do. (laughs) So when they're pouring this pumpkin soup. (laughs) Oh, God. I thought it was going to be the grossest thing. It just looked so gross. Did you guys see him pour it? I don't don't think so. It comes out of of a pitcher. (laughs) And it looks... (laughs) I was it on looks the very side, inappropriate. So I did not see it's it. very thick and just it's clumpy. It's like out of a pump, uh, out of a out Ew. of a pancake yeah. dispenser. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what it reminded. You know, and when then, you go to, yeah. in, to IHOP, yep. I was about to call it International House of Pancakes. <laughs> by the way, just by its for first, those that don't know the proper. government name for so, it. So it looked so, it looked so gross that I saw they just had a they just had like a like a ketchup squeeze bottle full of the. Uh, uh, <laughs> cream right. that they put on it and then they put a little a few little seeds we on were it and then they give it so they, and then they give it to us it's the, my favorite thing i had the, <laughs> the whole festival. i loved it they're like you know what why don't you just eat it because it's yeah. good okay she pulled it out of this thing, and i was like is it cold and then she opened it and it's like smoking and it's like glug 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 into the and robert's like oh my god so <laughs> i feel cheated because i I didn't experience any of this because obviously David and I split and I'm like on the side grabbing napkins with Wes, like probably trying to make him eat something else or whatever. And I missed this. It's so funny because I'm like, dying at the Now that you say it, I saw it and I was just sort of like, I remember in the back of my head saying, oh, that's weird. You thought it would be like a ladle situation with a pot, but it was like, she's just like dumping it into this cup and then just a, a squeeze bottle and then the sprinkle. And then we had him. We're like, this is delightful. I think, and that might've been when I forgot it because I saw them doing it and I was like, that's weird. And then, you know, we're getting all together. And then we ate it. And I was like, I don't know. It was good. It was so good. It was del- I'm, you know, I was trying to figure out <laughs> without reading, apparently, what the cream was and the maple cashew cream. The whole thing was good. Oh, and it's vegan as well as gluten friendly. It was a pleasant surprise. And yeah, it was uh, like you the guys dark said, horse. Right. You guys said you may not have gotten it. I feel like we kind of got it sort of last I, minute, too, for I, yeah. some reason. And the next booth is uh, the mm. Blissfully Braised with the braised pork belly adobo uh, with garlic 
fried rice and the cornbread cakes with braised collard greens and smoked bacon gravy with the beverage of the blood orange ginger mule. Pork belly being Christmas and cornbread cakes being Kwanzaa. Yes. Well, let's See? start from the top. What did you yeah, think of yeah. the uh, first one? Pork belly, we went back I'm for seconds. In, yeah. I'm yeah. always in when there's pork belly and garlic. For some stuff. reason, I don't know if the second one we had was better, better. It was than better. the first one we had. It was. Because, yeah, when we got it, I was like, this is really good. Like, yeah. why don't I remember this as well as... I remembered we'd had it, mm-hmm. but it was like ridiculously so you got so you got tb fresh tb two bellies two bellies (laughs) in my mouth but yes the braised pork belly was delightful and the rice is so garlicky and yummy apparently milk friendly when did this become a thing what does that mean no milk they're no. friends with milk. They I they must think, know the Horizon folks pretty well. So if things are gluten friendly, that means... it's not gluten free. It's just if you're <laughs> wait. If Sorry, you're I looking... just got your joke. <laughs> what I thought fuck? maybe it, I was like I don't know. I thought it was okay. It I ignored me. No, I ignored it. As I'm talking to you, I'm like I can just imagine like. The big old like cow just comes over to shake its head. <laughs> That's better than what I was thinking. I was thinking of like anthropomorphic booths like walking around together and hanging out. <laughs> so milk friendly means there is milk in it? I don't really know. Yeah, that so, doesn't make, it seems like a strange note to so have. gluten friendly means that it it's is gluten free. Gluten free. So if it's hmm. milk friendly, I would assume it's lacked, like it's lacking right. in lactose. If you have a milk issue, it's this lacking, is free of that. Yes, but it's prepared around things with I see milk. So, got it. Which is the same with the gluten friendly. Mm-hmm. Still prepared around items with and shares equipment so with items. So it's not completely free, but it's close to. Free. Yeah, it's not an ingredient in the piece, but got it's not. Ex- okay. It's not prepared exclusively away from. I'll these accept things. it, but but it's the an kid odd friendly. It's not it's made prepared with around <laughs> <laughs> But see, then it doesn't it. That was your joke, my dear. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So the second thing was all uh, the cornbread, cornbread cakes. cakes. Yeah, that one we thought it was okay. I think we had it. Uh, we walked around a long time with it before we ate it, so it's mm. on the colder side, which made the cornbread not so good. I thought that the bacon and whatever was on top was uh, collard still, greens. Collard greens was still pretty good, though. Yeah, yeah. We grabbed that and then went to go get the queso fundido. So we, I don't think we ate it in the prime yeah. moment we should have. I will say I'm not a big fan of liquid smoke flavor okay mm-hmm. um and i found this to be overly smoky but i realize now it, it says tasted like rome burning i mean i love smoked bacon but it just was a little too smoky um i so when i got the blood orange ginger mule it was they were out of the rosemary sprig mm-hmm. that adorns the top it's a blessing <laughs> <laughs> is that the thing you got yeah i don't think i liked it that much though. no you didn't because Robert doesn't like ginger. I don't ginger. think it tasted like blood orange anything. Um, No, it wasn't. It, I it thought just, it was delicious. Yeah. Um, But it wasn't a blood orange, if I I recall. felt it was more gingery than yeah. anything else. Um, And then uh, my one. So I thought it had to have a sprig of <laughs> uh, rosemary. So the rosemary leaves are still attached to the stem. Um, no, these are free floating, um, <laughs> like a generous piece, pinch of rosemary. So every single sip I took, I was spitting out yeah. rosemary leaves. Um, That's strange. So I, I felt that that was a very interesting choice. <laughs> I don't Not how you would have prepared it. <laughs> no, because I'm you just like, like that was a having a bit. lovely night with my husband while I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or the hat sprigs, they'd run the out and they were just like shaking in the cup. Well, I was going to say that. they were out, right? And they just sort of went. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, that's, uh, yeah, that's not, that's not wrong. Um, but overall, I really did enjoy this. But it's also, I love heavy ginger flavors. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I liked it and I don't really like Moscow mules. Um, but the flavor was really good. The blood orange 
was flavoring. lacking. That's all. It was good, but I just didn't feel that there it was a like component. Almost, I will yeah. say that ginger floats on top, and they're neat. if they had put a rosemary sprig in it, you could use that rosemary mm. sprig to stir it and get that rosemary flavor and mix everything together. I wouldn't know. But, you know, <laughs> instead, I was just um, trying not to choke on rosemary. <laughs> it was still delightful, though. Yeah. Uh, next booth is Grandma's Recipes. This was a very popular booth. I feel like the line was always, uh, maybe not long, but there were always people in this line. The food offerings were beef pot roast on a potato roll with horseradish cream, candied yams with marshmallow cream and toasted pecans, and a gingerbread Mickey, all brought to you by Christmas. I was going to say, unless I'm going colorblind, these are all green. <laughs> um, the beverages, it was all beer, it seemed. Um, there's a pear cider, hard pear cider, a watermelon lime hibiscus and cayenne brew, um, an orange, a, a Belgian style white ale. I think I've re maybe is Ghost of Fresca like is that? I have no idea what hmm. that is. And then there was a boysenberry and raspberry sour blonde ale. So sounds sort of close to an IPA. Um, we had all. Oh the no, those are like sour. Oh no. Yeah, okay. yeah, like uh, like uh, like. When you have like a sour patch, not sour patch, like a warhead. Mm, no. Yeah, mm. I've had that once. I took a sip of someone's. I did not enjoy that at all. Yeah. They did offer a flight of all of the beers that we did not have. We had all the food offerings and we had the watermelon lime hibiscus and cayenne beer. And it's uh, Town Park Brew Company Goes Fresca inaugural launch. That's oh, the so notes. it's like their first time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was pretty good. Okay. Yeah, I think I wanted it to be, you know how um, if you have a flavored beer, the flavor is pretty strong, which sort of makes it stand out. This was very lightly But noted. in a good way, because okay. if you think yeah. about those flavors, like David wanted to try it, and I was pretty surprised because the lime and the cayenne... To me, mm -hmm. totally take that off of your table, typically. Yeah. Um, but you wanted to try it, and it was good. Yeah, it's good. It's a darker beer. It's a darker style beer. When I saw watermelon, I thought, oh, it'll be a lighter, crisper mm -hmm. beer. It's not like that. It's okay. it's like a lager almost. But it, yes, it was very good. Um, the beef pot roast on a potato roll was good. Um, I, I thought, thought that, that was, was wonderful. Yeah, was really I good. really enjoyed we that. We got seconds of that. One yeah. of my favorites. Mm -hmm. And I love horseradish. I do too. I'm okay on horseradish, but this was really good. This was good. Oh, mm -hmm. I enjoy a good horseradish. I thought they could have upped, they could have increased the horseradish to the cream, sour cream that they put in it. Mm. Um, but I was very impressed at how much was in it and I actually felt that it was very appropriate. I think as a personal note I would have probably had a little bit more but I, I thought it was a good balance. I was almost going to say I feel like maybe they stayed away from it because it is very much yeah. like a strong mm -hmm. flavor that not everyone loves but I also don't know if that's the case because I feel like with other food offerings they really went heavy and I'm like <laughs> oh. So our serving had um, excess um, horseradish mm. on it that kind of like went onto the sides um, and the next booth coming up, we ended up getting the latkes for that. Um, and I actually ran the latkes through the horseradish cream. <laughs> nice. And it was possibly mm. my favorite combination nice. as well. Um, the candied yams with marshmallow cream and toasted pecans. I It wasn't bad, but I'm probably not the best person to ask. Um, I don't mind uh, yams, but I don't love marshmallow cream. And I feel like I just couldn't taste i couldn't not taste it so i'm just not probably not the right person i thoroughly enjoyed it yeah they were like kind of like crispy on the ends and stuff Ooh, like that so browned. it was yeah, yeah very well prepared I nice yeah. and it tasted really yummy and then we did get the gingerbread mickey um I it's love exactly me a what it sounds like gingerbread cookie on to the spicy celebrations this is where we sort of touched on and teased earlier that there were some spicy <laughs> items at the uh, at the festival, uh, starting with the Nashville fried turkey with dill pickles, and that is uh, Kwanzaa dish. Then there's the jalapeno latkes with chipotle crema, which is a Hanukkah dish, and the chocolate chipotle de creme, which is a Navidad 
offering. And then they have the pomegranate margarita with chipotle smoked sea salt half rim. Um, I loved the hot fried turkey. When we were, we had three tabs left and we were like, we have to go, we have to go back. We have the, what are we going to get and all that stuff. The first thing on my mind was the hot fried turkey. Now, obviously I did say that the lox nachos was my favorite dish. Mm-hmm. I knew she didn't like it. I was pretty sure she was into the hot fried chick- turkey. So we did go back and get that seconds. Mm-hmm. But wow, was it spicy I the did love time. it. <laughs> but yes, this is where, and I do think it was just the second time. So I don't again, remember it being that Going spicy back to how and when and the differences of people's handling and food and temperatures and all of the things. Um, obviously, they're going off of some recipe but geez louise the second time it was so spicy yeah they were scraping the bottom of the pan for and our, it was our so serving. good i mean it i don't was know that for so, sure so <laughs> good. but geez that second time around yeah I was we really need like, that white bread <laughs> yeah we did also get the jalapeno latkes i love them so much i love those as well they're so good it was good it's hard to do a lot go wrong i feel like and these were well then you put jalapeno and chipotle Mm -hmm. and then i really like that apple crisp on the top i feel like this could have been like in the mashups because i feel like that dish alone is like Mm -hmm. uh hanukkah navidad met and made a beautiful lifelong (laughs) that's like me and anthea of people i did get the pomegranate margarita several times oh, okay i stared at it for a while and then several i decided times. not to get it several times it was not a half rim too because i could not find a place to take a sip of that i don't like a, don't like a salt rim but a half Let alone rim, a chipotle yeah. smoked sea salt it one. was a complete rim yeah no it was really good um i enjoyed it are we out to the next booth? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I want to read one. Oh, Please do. Well, I can't pronounce any of this. Number 11. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to do it and you want to do the last one? Yeah, I want to do the last one. Okay. So uh, booth number 11, a twist on tradition, which has pozole rojo with hominy polenta. Why didn't we let him at least try? I know. <laughs> I think I would have pronounced it right. Sorry. <laughs> the chickenless mole with Spanish rice. Both of them are for Navidad. And the Black Forest Yule Log, which is for Christmas. Uh, beverages are the Winter Michelada and the Modelo Negra uh, Dark Lager. We didn't have anything from here, did we? No. Same. We didn't either. If I had known that the pozole had the hominy polenta with it, I might have gotten it. But I didn't. And I didn't. That's about it. Take us home, Robert. Well, we've reached the end of our trip through the festival of holidays. No, the. And uh, (laughs) the final booth was number 12, Winter Sliderland. The food offerings included roasted turkey slider with cranberry sauce, represented by Christmas. The holiday stuffing mac and cheese, represented by Christmas. And then we have milk chocolate candy cane pot de creme. Creme. <laughs> you went too fancy. It's just pot de creme. Pot de creme. <laughs> uh, Christmas also. Uh, beverages are frosty frosty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Frosé? Frosé, I think. <laughs> Because <laughs> I can see you holding the wine glass by the step. It's just like frosty, frosty. It's a frosty, frosty. Frosty, frosty, Fleurs de Prairie Rose, blue, Caraco, and white cranberry juice served frozen. And then you have Oscar Blues Brewery Old Chub Scotch Ale. <laughs> Of course, Robert ended up reading the beer called Old Chub. (laughs) Wasn't that what it is? It is. (laughs) Which I was very disturbed by when I had to order it. Give me an old chub on the rocks. I don't believe I. 
called it that when I ordered it. probably just it. ordered it by the brewery. Like, yeah, uh, I was get the Oscar like, blues. let me get the beer. The ale. The beer. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about the food first. It's uh, a frosty frosé. <laughs> yeah, <a> frosty frosty. <laughs> Uh, the, the slider I really liked because yes. that's pretty much how I eat Thanksgiving dinner anyway. Yes, the slider was very good. A little bit heavy on the cranberry flavor, but I still really liked it. And mm-hmm. I thought it was very good. Unfortunately, it was too hot and the bottom bun was a little bit too soggy uh, to hold in your hands. Mm. So we had to cut it and use we a knife did and have fork. To, yeah, mm. but I don't mind it. It's good. I really Were you able to it. pick it up? Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't remember having that issue. It wasn't like Hawaiian bread, right? It was like a no. like a roll. Mm-hmm. Oh, it felt like that. I mean, ours was really hot. <laughs> and oh, the God. holiday stuffing mac and cheese we liked, and even Wesley really liked. Oh, I loved the macaroni and cheese. In fact, that comes close to being my favorite thing. Of the yeah. Um, I will say I did like their stuffing in quotations on top, but. It wasn't much. Yeah, I'd rather have... I, want, yeah. I wanted real stuffing mixed into it. <laughs> I got the Frosty Frosé. I got so excited because I like rosé. Mm-hmm. I like sparkling. I kind of imagined this, like, delicious, beautiful pink It's drink. blue, right? I know. But that's not what I... Like, I literally stopped reading. I saw Frosty Frosé, got so excited, and was like, I'm going to go get this. Mm-hmm. What is Frosé? It's it's like a slushy. It's like a frozen rosé. Ro- frozen rosé. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it is. However, I again I stopped reading, and it had the blue curacao. Yeah, yeah. And I oh, is that one okay? And I was just so disappointed. So it was one not what I expected, and two, yeah, I was just too sweet. Yeah. It was just so sweet, and um. I guess, you know, again, makes for like a pretty picture. But even then, I really just envisioned this like beautiful pink frozen rosé. And while that, I guess, was the base of the drink, I just didn't keep reading. (laughs) And I got so excited um, and then was so disappointed. Oh, it sucks. Yeah. It's a bummer. We did have the um, beer as well. Um, David ordered it and Mm -hmm. it was pretty good. Dark beer, but good. Nice. And that just about rounds up. Yeah, that's festival of holidays. holidays. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. So let's quickly talk about some of the other holiday things we experienced. Uh, Real quickly, we stopped at Carthay Circle, Mm -hmm. and uh, Inthea got a beverage from there. Yeah, I got their sleigh ride, which is their holiday um, drink. What's in it? uh, So if I'm remembering correctly, it is um, vodka... Saint Germain, lavender syrup, cranberry puree, mm-hmm. and some sort of citrus. Hmm. This tastes heavily of citrus. <laughs> I was a little bummed out. Oh, everything sounded good. I know. I was. I just, you liked it. I liked it. It was good. I thought it was great. However, it was much more citrusy than I expected. Was it more of it like a be. summery drink? Um, I wouldn't say that necessarily, but I would say it just kind of tasted like I was um, drinking like a lemon martini or something. And what did it come with? And it came with, with a very hypnotically uh, beautiful uh, snowflake made up of Mickey's that lit up. Cute. Ooh, fun. Very nice. And I also noticed on the menu they had an eggnog float. Oh, mm. you guys didn't get it. No. no, we didn't. I did not have uh, the TB. For um, another eggnog or another anything at the moment. Sure. So, so uh, what other holiday things? Well, were we there? teased it on the last episode, but we finally went back and got the torta at oh. the Paradise Garden Grill. How was, was that? that? So good. I was, was like, good. I want to go back and get a second one. Excellent. It was um, good. The even the roll, which I feel like is so easy to mess up on a torta, was great. Mm-hmm. So good. Awesome. Good. I, I tried the peppermint churro. I know there's, I think there's one other churro I may have tried. Um, gingerbread? Do they have a gingerbread maybe, churro? Maybe. Maybe. And then the marshmallow dipping sauce. Mm. I do like, and I don't love marshmallow, but I do like the marshmallow dip. But the peppermint, the candy cane churro was delicious. Mm. Um, but I also am just a sucker for peppermint candy cane things. So that's the only reason I even ended up trying it. It was really pretty and it was good. And then, oh, I got the peppermint fudge um, from Pooh's Corner, and that was so, so 
so good so well done and then other than that i just love the good old peppermint ice cream at uh gibson girl Oh, nice. nice. Was there any holiday stuff at Jolly Holiday or is it just Mary Poppins special? Um, no, they do have. I got the eggnog cheesecake. Uh-huh. They also have a chocolate brownie that has frosting on top. So it's essentially like a chocolate cupcake and a bunch of presents. And our friend Alex got that and she very much enjoyed it. Um, they also have a different cupcake. Um, I don't know what it had on it. It was just their seasonal cupcake. I think that might be it. But I really enjoyed that eggnog cheesecake. Um, the cheesecake was m- part was much more eggnoggy, and then it had like a sweet cream on top that I think offset that eggnog. Is that the one where it had something kind of like hard on the bottom, like a like the a crust? the crust? Yeah. yeah, it had like a ginger yeah, that, uh, uh, graham cracker that would crust. Be amazing. Yeah, that one was really good. It was good. It was really really good. Did you see the Bengal barbecue now has a Holiday, it's called a Jingle Whip, or... Um, excuse me, what? Yeah, hold on, hold on. (laughs) Hold the presses. This is, as of recording, this was, I believe, just came out today. The new Jingle Julep. Jingle Julep, I'm so sorry. Not a a Dole Whip, a Julep. Can you show it to me? It comes with a pretzel in it. No. Oh my gosh, it does. What is this? (laughs) It's a new holiday offering as of this recording. see, it says... Jingle Julep at Bingle Barbecue had us at Cookie Butter Bottom. Cookie Butter Bottom. That was it. And I was like, I need this. Dude, love cookie butter. Mm-hmm. Here it says uh, frozen white hot chocolate with cookie butter bottom and a pretzel stick. That sounds delightful. Mm hmm. Well, on that note, uh, anything else Christmassy that you want to say before? Uh... Well, we did attend the Light Up the Magic holiday party at the lot. Yes, at the Walt Disney Studio. We went to the uh, Christmas party. It was a very fun time, very crowded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mickey, Minnie, Goofy was there. The was, food was, was kind of meh. D- I, we did see Donald. Uh, he had switched with Minnie in her photo location. Okay. Yeah, the food wasn't... Uh, the best. I really liked my fried chicken. And they also had <laughs> bread and butter pickles, which they never have. So uh, I ate, I actually ate my pickles, which I don't usually uh, do. The portion size was good, mm-hmm. especially for the price. The winter sangria that I had was delightful. Oh, yeah. They had the, what did they call that area? It was just the Nightmare Before Christmas bar area, really. Yeah. Like, yeah. We did end up getting the chocolate peppermint martini oh basically. we did we went back and got the chocolate peppermint oh, martini it was, it was actually really good nice i don't like martinis so it's we stayed away from it the first time the second time it just tastes like good like a like a peppermint chocolate milk almost mm-hmm. uh. yes it was a fun time uh walt and mickey had santa hats on that's from right. the partner statue and, yeah. and so did roy and minnie roy and minnie that's right my brother roy and it snowed <laughs> it did Every 15 minutes, I think. Yeah. Down Mickey Mouse Lane. And uh, there was a lot of plaza and... A lot of photo ops. Oh, yeah. That guy kept <laughs> saying plaza. plaza. Um, there was um, a, a train ride. Oh, yeah. And, the rides uh, were free for kids, so Wes got to ride the train at the carousel. Get to pay if you're an adult? trucks. Nope. No. Oh. Um, and, yeah, there were food trucks there and all that stuff. It was a good time. We, I, we, I, we had never been, Suzanne and I had never been before, so... Uh, it was a nice little thing that we got to do. Yeah. Well, we hope you enjoyed traveling through the Festival of Holidays with us and the other Christmas offerings that they have had at the park, what with this episode and the previous Christmas episode. Uh, we hope you have a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays and all that sort of thing. And uh, I was going to say, if anyone knows um, of some of the holiday treats, post them below. So that we can see. <laughs> well, on that note, where can we find you, Anthea? You can find me at Remain Seated, please, on Instagram with you fellas. Very nice. And uh, Susie? You can find me at A Little Sprinkle of Disney on Instagram. You can find us at Remain Seated, please, on Instagram, or Remain Seated Pulse, that's P-L-S, at Twitter, and Remain Seated, please, on Facebook. If you have a favorite holiday treat that we didn't mention on the show, leave a comment below and let us know. Uh, and on that note, I guess we'll see you next time. It'll be actually next year. This is our last episode of the year. Is it? It is. It is. Oh. That's it for 2018. Well, Happy New Year! In a couple of weeks. 
depending on when you listen to this. Happy New Year! <laughs> and if it's past the New Year, I hope you're having a lovely New Year. Yeah, and th- all year. of this information is outdated. Exactly. <laughs> Don't go asking for <laughs> any of these things. Because yeah. they will look at you like you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Ho, ho, ho! From all of us to all of you, Merry Christmas. There. That wasn't so bad. Was it? I'll see you all a little later. You may not survive to pass this way again. Time to be moving along. Hurry back. And barrel around to see us again. David does not like shrimp. Shrimp. Like if somebody's like, oh, come on. You're right. What happened? I think her foot slipped off of something, but it sounded like something blew up. <laughs> I've killed this podcast. We're done here. You don't like shrimp. <laughs>